What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. But your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terrence? Good old humor. Good old humor, man. Yeah. Oh, it, it like a, it's a it's an episode before Christmas or Christmas episode. Before the Monday Christmas weekend. Uh. Before the Monday Christmas weekend. I still weekend. stand by what I say. It's, them, it's a damn weird thing to have Christmas on Monday. Uh. This feels weird. Yeah, right? yeah. I would say it's weird. Are you feeling it? Yeah, I'm feeling it. I wouldn't say it's damn weird. Uh, but yeah, actually now maybe because it's getting closer to the weekend plans yeah. and all that, yeah. it just it does feel a bit like jarring because Tuesday is like, okay, like, back to normal life. Yeah. yeah, so... So, and I know like the people have hosting duties also. My right. hosting duties all was Diwali. Oh, now uh, Christmas, I'm being hosted. Oh, hosting, you mean like home parties and all that? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah I correct, thought you correct. meant like, like host. Oh, like actual hosting. Uh, that one also or, probably yeah. got a lot of hosting duties. Probably uh. a lot. Lah, yeah, yeah. I know last time Rishi told us that this time of year, he's like, like yeah, packed, don't touch lah, right? Don't touch yeah, him, don't touch him at all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so, I mean, but there's a, I don't know, it's, it's that time of year where things feel like slowed down a bit. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I I love the vibe. I love the vibe, uh-huh. but uh, it's it's at the same time also very busy, lah, right? Yeah. Because uh, yeah, we just delivered our folklore cassettes. cassettes. Which was fun, and yeah. then uh, you you'll be away for a good part of next week. Yeah. So we're recording a bunch of episodes now. Yeah, right? yeah. Which, uh, you know, to maintain the the cadence of our our podcast, we I think we can talk about like having we got Andy Chen on. Oh yeah, we got Andy Chen on. That's they'll be coming on next week, and uh, yeah. very interesting, lah. Yeah. Mm, yeah, and uh, maybe uh, I think we're also doing our countdown episode, lah, right? Oh yeah, year. man. Yeah, 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 to wrap up the year, yeah. which is something we've been doing for the past three years. Twenty twenty, right? The first one. Yeah. Was it? Pretty much, I think. So. Twenty twenty, twenty one. Yeah. So this is the third year, lah. Third year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah, third year. That's right. So yeah, three. This will be the third year running. Yeah. Uh, interesting, lah. I mean, I mean, I guess like I've been seeing more and more posts also on like LinkedIn and social media saying you know looking at the year in rewind. Of course, some are annoying. But in general, I think it's a nice time to reflect. La. Most are quite annoying, la, I would say. Most, most. Most. Yeah, yeah. Annoying why? Like, I was just watching some list of like top horror movies of 2023 or uh. something like that. And then spoilers all came out when they started to talk about the movies. I'm like, fuck, I want to watch the movie. And you, uh. I'm watching you to tell me what horror movies I should watch. And then end up, they show me all the spoilers. Was it? All the key scenes where people died and everything. I'm like, <laughs> come on, man. No, I was yeah. thinking, I was talking more about a personal reflection. Oh, personal reflection. Yeah. Yes. You mean a lot of brands, oh, I guess a lot of brands and companies are doing oh, it. Yeah, well, yeah, like. yeah. No, even the personal reflections, is it that recent trend of like people just posting a photo of themselves then like a huge chunk of text next to it? Like, hello, I my name is blah, blah, blah. Oh, I haven't seen that trend. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. So, Instagram. Yes, yeah, Instagram. What's yeah. that trend? This was like maybe two or three weeks ago. Really. Uh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't check my Instagram like very often. I think it's uh influencers like greeting new followers uh-huh. and just giving a very short uh, paragraph introduction or like one two paragraph introduction of who they are and what. And it's just like a photo of themselves, like you know. And then on the side, it's a huge chunk of text like "Hello, my name is." It's Lala. a post or like a story. Usually story, I think, because it's oh, a lot of its vertical video. I mean, I do check Instagram. I haven't yeah, seen yeah. it yet. You're just not following the right people. Uh. You get got to get out the bikini rabbit hole. Uh. Hey, if <laughs> if I were following bikini influencers and all, I'm sure like this would pop up. Oh, touche, touche. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, hello. You just you just outed yourself, man. <laughs> Won't deny. It's more of those kind of influencers yeah, who are exactly. posting all this shit. Like. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, anyhow, you point one finger, I got four point four, three fingers pointing at you. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boo to PAP. Boo to PAP. But I mean, like now, despite the festive period, like uh, my laptop has failed me. Correct. Yes. So now I am using an iPad, mm. uh, which still, because I need my tabs, right? Yeah. This is the best I can do. La. Yeah. But it's definitely going to slow down my information recall. La. Yeah. And I can imagine if you like eating your veg and touching your iPad, by the end of the week, your iPad will be like, It'll be completely uh, like unusable. Like can't look through. You can't see the. Screen you mean what? If I because it's touch screen, right? Last time you got keyboard to you know you touching your keyboard. Terrence, or... you okay for people <laughs> listening? Uh, like if you look at my equipment, yeah, there's some fingerprints and like like hand oil and shit like that, like natural yeah. stuff. But it's not that filthy, Terrence. Yeah, you yeah, know how yeah. long we've been using the laptop or not? I, I brought know, it to yeah. how many different countries also? Eight years. Like, eight yeah, years, so yeah, yeah. eight years. So it's it's. I'm I'm not a. I don't. Shit on like tech stuff like I I I treat them like one of my own uh. But you have a track record la, of, of breaking gear that like supposedly happened, is branded unbreakable it gear. Never once. <laughs> I know. Okay, there was one trip to Gold Coast. A GoPro got lost in the That's ocean. Okay. Yeah. Lost is fine. Is the sure mic la, right? It's like yeah, the sure mic. Sure mics are like unbreakable. Like 
people have used it to smash guitars and on stage and smash things rock stars but I put a dent in it somehow you yeah I don't know, you just took it home for like one week and then it, 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 after it just stopped so, working. But that happened once, okay, yeah, yeah. once. Aside from that, like so much, you know, so much I've taken care mm. uh, and like really loved and now it's just run, run its course. Mm. But yeah. I, I suppose that now that you like, uh, you know, you're married, homeowner and everything, you probably mm. also take better care of your own things. Really, oh, yeah, right? yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when things break down, uh, yeah, I tell yeah. you. Who fixes it? Just, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> who fixes, okay? Not to stereotype, but it is the dynamic in my house uh, where if there's a tech stuff or something like it's yeah, me. It's you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's me. Yeah. Then it's like, oh, fuck. Um, yeah, you just have to take care, take better care, make sure like, where, yeah, just just be careful. Yeah. I don't know how I got through life, but like there was one morning I woke up and a pipe burst in my place. Uh, and like for the next half hour or so, I was just like Aquaman. No? I was just like drenched okay. trying to fix it. <laughs> and I was like, how come I've never like experienced this in my life, like, you know, where, uh, where I've had to wake up and fix like the uh, plumbing in my house uh, uh. you know and uh, yeah I realised you know, I probably lived a very sheltered bubble in the bubble and all that mm. then when I actually had to face the problem myself I'm like oh, I'm so unprepared for this but now you feel you're you're more of a a, a, a man like a uh, no, I, I just learned how to switch off the main which which you also learned a bit yeah. a while later yeah, right? it took a while to, to figure it out when the plumber told me I was like oh god damn I'm an idiot Yeah, why did I just do that but just not the way you said Aquaman uh. Mm. Like uh, it sounded like like a bit like more aqua than Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So the way you say it, like aqua, what does it actually mean? Water. Yeah. Not like aqua. Oh, you're talking about like Singapore. Singapore yeah. Context, the way you said Aquaman, it sounded like yeah, that. It's a derogatory uh, term for uh, trans uh, trans people, right? Also, there's no like root word uh, like uh, the the original meaning that was like butchered to become that. I don't know, man. I don't know the etymology of aqua. Oh. But I think you're reading a bit too much into it, like the Quechua, 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 Quechua. You say yeah. quesad- quesadilla, you don't right? You say quesadilla, <laughs> right? So it's K, right? It's K. It has to be K. You say Q or K, I'm going to K for the food. K- quesadilla? Yeah. You say quesadilla, man? You don't say quesadilla, Yeah, right? but do you Q up for a food or do you like K, K up for a food? Yeah, but there's, a U, there's an extra two vowels. At yeah, the this is Q. Q-U-E-C-H-A, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's K, la. Q-U-E is K, la. Quechua, quesadilla, right? But Q U E U E. Yeah, the E U E. The E U E no, at the uh, end queen? makes it U. Huh? Queen? The E and the extra E makes it different. Dude. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think I don't no, think no, that no, matters. Amlet, Amlet, Amlet. Alright, cool. Yeah. Moving on from pronunciation differences. Yes, yes, yes. You know, uh, that's probably how we started the year. And then maybe that's yeah, how nice way to end. <laughs> uh but yeah, before we jump into the first topic, uh, what do we got to say, Terence? Uh hi, we are Yalabat. Mm. Uh, you know, if you're new here, you don't know us. We're Harish and Terence, and we run this podcast three times a week. If you, you know, if you like what you're listening to, please follow us, subscribe on YouTube, uh, leave comments. Uh, you know, a lot more angry comments these days on YouTube. I, yeah. I think that's a, I think that's a positive lah. Mm. More people are getting engaging more content, right? Yeah. yeah, and of course, Reddit, Reddit. Don't forget Reddit. We're also on Instagram, TikTok. Uh, if you enjoyed this, if you could share it with one other person, that'd be great. And if you want to work with us, you can reach out at contact at ministryoffunny.com. That's it. I think, I think people are starting to react to us as individuals. What is it? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? I mean, you know, we, we, a few weeks ago, we were talking about people calling us up for talking about weather. Yeah. And then now, a lot more people, like, you know, I think calling us out for pronunciation of things or so, right? But they've always been doing that. Right? Yeah, yeah, but I'm just seeing an increased frequency of it. And I think more recently, someone even called us out for being RI boys, you know, and they should, we should stay in our lane and everything. Uh. For what what topic? Uh? Thinking that we're too smart to talk about some of these topics. Like what? Like what? Like what? It was no, on YouTube, Yeah, yeah. I literally comment. You, I know you think you're RI boys, but you all should just stay in your lane. Stay in our lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the lane that we went into that we're not I, supposed to go, 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 be in? Go, go, go. I mean, every week we do that, right? We, we, <laughs> yeah, we venture even, out of our lane. Yeah. Even the first topic, we are going to be venturing out of our lane. Correct, right? correct, correct. But uh, I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah, later, okay, okay, okay. Maybe it's a one-shot comment. One-shot comment. But All yeah, right. Interesting topic this week anyway. So, the first topic um, was uh, a rose because there was a... I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a bit of a kerfuffle online mm. uh, given the context of like something that has happened on a glo- global, global scale, like, which is the yeah. Israel-Hamas conflict, right? Um... So on um, 
earlier this week, mm. so like December 18th, yeah. there was something that was posted on an Instagram page called um, SGP for Palestine 48. Mm. Uh, and it was an image of a poster advertising an Israeli folk dance class mm. at Kampong Glam Community Center. Yep. And basically, it caused a lot of uh, backlash online. Mm. Mm. Um, um, as more people were kind of pushing back against such a cause being held at this point in time. Yeah. Then the Kampung Glam Community Club uh, put out a statement kind of clarifying that, you know, it's meant to promote racial harmony and that, uh, yeah, it's, it's part of a range of folk dance classes that are offered. Yeah. And it's actually start, been offered since 2022. Correct. Right. But as of now, the class has been taken down. Mm. Yeah. So if you go to the 1PA uh, portal, you can mm. see a lot of other folk dance classes, yeah. but this class is no longer there. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, like, um, it was just something we wanted to talk about because a lot, lot happened, lah. Lot mm. happened. I mean, unfortunately, the situation in in uh, Gaza is still horrible. Yeah. Right. There's no signs of a ceasefire. There's no signs of a truce in in, in the near future. But, mm. but yeah, this happened. Yeah. In fact, I think it's worth mentioning the latest uh, updates, casualty figures, all these like deaths in Gaza, like Palestinians. It's twenty thousand. Twenty thousand. Crazy. Yeah. Twenty thousand. Fucking hell. Especially yeah. like the whole, like a lot of the world is celebrating Christmas. Mm, mm. But 20,000 deaths have happened there. Yeah. So and, it's and, still... And uh, I think that Israeli uh, PM, Netanyahu, doubling mm. down saying that they will not stop until... They eradicate Hamas, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, so that... I mean, the, the sad thing now is that now that's almost like fading into the background mm. where people know it's happening. But you know, for a while, it was front and center of every discussion online or, or, or on the news and all. But now... Just like the Russia-Ukraine wall, so slowly yeah. it faded into the background, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when this came up, yeah, like it just felt we just felt like okay, it's it's, it's something worth interesting, uh, interesting to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but but but, but w- did you first hear about this through this article, or you saw it floating online also? No, uh, it was one of the people that was we've been in touch with, mm. uh, you know, about this Israel-Palestine conflict and getting guests onto our podcast and all. Mm. I think they alerted us to to it lah. In the mm. group chat, yeah, yeah. So that's where I first heard about it, and 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 then I I think I shared with you also, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. About it, lah. Yeah, yeah, but like your initial thoughts. Uh, I mean, my initial thought was a bit um, I mean, off the top of my head, lah. Right? It was I was I was thinking like, isn't this just like uh a dance class? Right? Mm. It could be anything, lah. Right? It's really Russian. Uh, even Korean, you know, or or Chinese dance class or something like that. Like, um, and it might not even be conducted by actual Israeli citizens or anything like that, right? Mm. It's, it could be conducted by a Singaporean auntie yeah. somewhere who has learned it. Yeah. Uh, is it that big an issue that uh, it needs to be cancelled because of sensitivities, the political and the humanitarian concerns mm. overseas? Mm. Yeah, so that was the my initial thoughts about it. But mm. what about you? My initial thought was that, oh, is this a new effort that is being done to kind of like, you know, maybe show the more human side of, mm. of Israel as, yeah. a, as a country, as a people, uh, which I mean, right now you, you can read all you want, like, um, but, you know, understanding a different side of like a culture and all, it's, it's, it's difficult to just read. Yeah. You know, so I thought this was a new initiative mm-hmm. that was starting to be organized now. Mm. So in that context, I was like, mm, is that is that something that should be offered at this point? Because mm. it feels like it could be polarizing. Yeah. It could be something that, um, okay, uh, they're doing it uh, to kind of, then what's the counter, you know? Mm. So already I was like, oh, okay. But the more, the, when, when I read up and, and found out that it has been going on for since 2022, mm. that kind of put it in a different light. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so I mean, I, I still, like, uh, it's still, like, if you ask me right now, I also do feel to a certain extent that, oh, it's a dance class. Is it that bad? Mm. But I'm also, I can imagine why it caused the, the kerfuffle. Yeah. And I I think it's important to state that we got no skin in the game in this, right? Yeah. Uh, obviously, everything happening in in uh, Gaza, we are obviously very deeply concerned mm. the humanitarian side of things. And the truth is, like, just... Looking at the death toll numbers, it's like it's very hard to to uh, 
you know, say that uh, everything there is justified, you know, like Israel's right to self-defense and all that kind yeah. of thing. Because yeah. you're like, it's starting to look really dispro- disproportionate, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've also had, uh, you know, like Minister Shamugam to come on to talk about how it's very pol- can be very polarizing even for Singaporeans who are so far away from the conflict, right? Because yeah. we are seeing things on social media that we've never seen before. And, and obviously, there's the element of, uh, uh, you know, Muslim uh, Muslim community feeling for uh, the brothers who are there, mm-hmm. brothers and sisters who are there in Palestine as well. Uh, but yeah, that, that's, that's where I was like, um, you know, do we, if we talk about the conflict as an Israel-Hamas conflict, right? where we say it's not about the Palestinian people, but about Hamas, Israel mm. and Hamas. In the same way, do we are we lumping together the actions of the the actions of the Israeli government together with the the Israeli people and the culture, of which, you know, this government actually is quite unpopular amongst its own people, so that mm-hmm. right. We are, are we lumping them together, the people and the government, and saying that we cannot celebrate or we cannot, you know, even be seen to to, to be associated that closely with the people and the culture and mm. you cannot have their folk dances being uh, taught here or anything like that, mm. right? Because that's, 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 I mean, some people were putting an analogy of, does it mean that uh, because I, if I, you know, eat Muslim food, then does it mean I support Hamas, la, the association mm. there? I mean, obviously a bit of a stretch, but uh, that's what they are saying that is happening here. La. If you, I mean, if you just dance a folk dance from Israel, does it mean that you are supporting the actions, uh, potentially a, even war criminal kind of actions mm. from the government of of Israel? Mm. Yeah. But but the analogy also because I saw the analogy also, you know, um, uh, the if you eat uh, food, are you supporting uh, Hamas or something? But the thing is, that is a religion. You know, mm-hmm. this is not a Jewish dance. This is an Israeli dance. Mm. You know, so so I think. That analogy also, it's it's slightly different, uh, but I. Still but wait, feel, but why why do you say specifically is is not a Jewish dance? Is it Israeli dance? Because the thing is, like, if you are saying like, what what was your analogy? What was the analogy that was brought up? If you have, we eat Muslim food. Yeah, does it mean you support Hamas? Like, yeah, Hamas. But that that the association is religion, right? Mm. Is Islam. But in this case, it, the association is um, Israel. The almost like the the country and the government la. so to me that analogy is slightly different but it's a no yeah so Israel a cultural dance la, right yeah but you're saying it's not a Jewish cultural dance yeah as in the analogy to me is slightly different la. okay okay. so if it's uh, so if it's labelled Jewish yeah dance, I, I think it would be, be less polarising less polarising yeah I think it would be less polarising because mm. You can be Jewish. You can be a Jewish person in Singapore. Yeah. You know, uh, you can be a Jewish person around the world. But because it's Israel, that's where it it's a bit closer to the conflict, lah. And and I will still say that also. But it's still, because you yeah, say you yeah. go to the US, yeah, and then you are like, you know, someone who doesn't like Singapore or something like that. Mm. And you say, oh, uh, let me introduce you to Singapore food. Yeah. You know, and then they're like, oh, I I yeah I, I refuse to eat your Singapore food because it's associated with the actions of Singapore. I mean, don't you feel that that's like a uh, bit of a stretch, lah, right? Because Singapore food ultimately also stems from a mishmash of different cultures from Malaysia, from from, from Indonesia and yeah, everything yeah, and so, lah, right? Yeah. So it's kind of a strange thing to associate like partaking the cultural activity with the actions of the, the government. Or but the I think country, now right? it's it's not even that deep the association. is like Israel is at um is at war with Hamas. Yeah. And Israel, the government is uh like bombing the shit out of uh, southern Gaza. So the 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 connection, the Israel Israel thing. So like, let's say if Singapore was in a war with like another country, uh and we are just fucking bombing the shit out of them also and someone doesn't want to eat Singaporean food, I still see that as a better analogy. And whether it's justified or not is different, but I think that those two analogies of Muslim food supporting Hamas and Israeli dance supporting Israel are two different. Mm. Like the, the link, one is religion, one is almost ethnicity. Mm. Yeah. So so I think if if um the the yeah, so that analogy for me is different. But uh like when I was thinking about it, my first thought, okay, my first thought was like, okay, is this the best time to start a new class? Like I thought there was just some 
well-intentioned people wanting to kind of like, you know, look at another side of Israel because now in the news, Israel is, is just like the bomber, like, you know, the yeah. aggressor. That's when I thought, okay, maybe now's not the best time to start a class. Yeah. Then when you look at it, the class was ongoing. Is it a, should it be allowed to go on? So that's where just thinking like, you know, even when we have talked about in the past, the, the protests, the rallies, right? Mm-hmm. Or even wearing the insignia. Like that is all stopped in Singapore because there is fear that it can be polarizing and lead to stuff. Mm. So then when I think about it that way, is this something that falls under that category? I don't know. I know it's just a dance. Mm. But if the goal is to minimize tensions and all that, maybe it is a good thing that it stopped. Okay. Yeah. That's it. There is a Palestinian film festival happening in Singapore mm. at the projector next month, uh, January. Uh, very clearly outright, you know, like the colors of Palestine and everything. Uh, it's allowed. It's allowed. So far, it's been allowed. And and maybe because it's a private theater, you have to buy tickets mm. and everything. Like. Mm. But I would say the class also, it's, I mean, it's open to the public, but you have to pay to partake in it and all that, lot, right? Mm. So why is it that one kid would be allowed and the other one that is a good point too sensitive and all that right yeah yeah mm. and, and I guess okay so now online sentiment especially in yeah. Singapore feels like it's a lot more pro-Palestine yeah right so I think I mean I also saw some comments and and uh, about how this is almost a non-issue being made into an issue mm-hmm. because there is also the argument that okay are you pointing out a difference that might not be so significant but causing more division mm. isn't that a bad thing also yeah which to a certain extent this is true like, you know yeah. like if you are if let's say you are going for a class or if you f- have a certain association to Israeli culture and you can't go even though your interest has nothing to do with their political ideology you know yeah. then yeah like, it's making it divisive like. yeah because I was thinking about it that um, uh, you know is there a possibility that because using the the word Israeli mm. cultural dance is that too sensitive, and maybe even rephrasing it to a Jewish cultural dance, you know? But I don't know whether it's a Jewish cultural dance. That's the thing, yeah. So that's the thing. <laughs> I tried to look it up, and it literally on Wikipedia is Israeli cultural dance. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's, yeah. It's, oh, Excuse me. It's it's literally the name of it, and and it would be wrong for us to 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 change it, Right, based yeah. on sensitivities and all that. Like, right? It's like the great Singapore workout. Like, right? Yeah, yeah. No, and essentially, like, going back to the analogy of food, it's like, um, yeah, you, you go around, we say, oh, you eat a certain chakwetiao, you know, this is a Singaporean, it's a Singaporean food, like, right? Mm. Because you get chakwetiao from Malaysia or Penang or what, it's different from Singaporean chakwetiao, like, right? Mm. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't change it to, oh, this is uh, actually a Malaysian Chakwetiao cooked by Singaporeans or, or anything like that, like, right? You still say it's a Singaporean Chakwetiao, like, right? Mm. It's it's we we from Singapore we know the difference between a Singaporean Chakwetiao and a Malaysian Chakwetiao. Yeah. Chak yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and Malaysians gonna get angry hearing this. Like, yeah, which one's better? Yeah. That's the that's the thing. If I never say, say I never say yeah. I never say. Uh, yeah. uh. Merry Christmas, everyone! Like Singapore, Malaysia, we love each other. Uh. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's so it's a thing, right? When you say it's a Israeli cultural dance versus changing it and saying it's a Jewish culture. It's like saying Singapore food is or it's a Chinese food or it's mm. Malaysian food or, or it's Malay food or, or Indonesian food. It's different, right? Mm. So yeah, I, I I don't see how you can name it something else and, and make it more palatable either, right? Mm. Uh, and I also saw some comments saying like, but what what culture could Israel probably have? It's, it's not even a real country. It's just mm. created out of like a Oh, nothing like you know, seventy-five years. They have like, <laughs> I mean, that's Singapore, like essentially. <laughs> that's Singapore. If there was no nineteen sixty-five and everything, you, you, there'll be no such thing as Singapore food, Singapore culture. It'll be like this is Malaysian culture, you know, mm. the small city of Singapore. Yeah. So mm. it's diff- I mean, I, I'm just starting to feel like it's when I first saw this, I was a bit like, wow, uh, we're getting to a stage where we're starting to, you know, uh, have to be very, very Careful, cautious yeah. and sensitive about the use of the, the the even the country's name and everything, right? Mm. But at the same time, just understanding when you listen to, you know, academics like Yuval Noah Harari, uh, Harari, Harari right? yeah. you know, he's so vocal about his about his uh, 
the the disdain and, and how they disapprove of a lot of the Israeli government's actions, uh, right? Before mm. and after October 7th or so. Mm. And you realize that, yeah, it's not, when you use the word Israeli, it's not necessarily always uh, you know, a monolithic kind of thing, uh, right? Mm. And that's why I'm, I'm a bit uh, disturbed that, that people online are so quick to jump into like, oh, this cannot have, we cannot have this here because it's supporting the actions of the war crimes that, that are being committed in in Gaza and everything. Mm. Uh, as opposed to trying to, okay, can we look at it rationally and think like, you know, if you were an Israeli person, for example, you know, and you you, you didn't vote for this government or something, yeah. and now you like your culture is sort of being like censored and, and erased on that, how would you feel about that, right? Mm. Yeah. But I guess that's, that's not really a new thing um, that we, that the world is confronting. I mean, even to a much less violent scale, the whole concept of, you know, Chinese privilege mm. or white privilege. Um, like, yeah, just uh, the the a Chinese person now or a white person uh, in the US, you can't hold them responsible for all the horrors that were done 400 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, you can't put it as a blanket. Yeah. And, I, and I think now, because as you were talking, you know, like the fact that uh, right now, the, the fact that there was a dance that is tied to Israel and Israeli culture, it was it was cancelled, literally cancelled, yeah. right? Um, I think yeah, it's also going down the dangerous path of like just the word itself being associated like wholeheartedly to one thing. Because mm. even in our history as podcasters, we have gotten flagged before for bringing on certain guests. Mm. I think the first one was Shashre. Mm. People were saying, "How can you have her on your platform?" because of what she represents. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we still brought her online. We will continue to bring on guests like that because if we are just, like, not doing something because of a, a, an association, that's dangerous. Yeah. And I think as a society, we go on that path also. That's tricky, man. Yeah. That yeah. is tricky. Don't forget people, I want, there were people who believed that, you know, the idea of Singapore was a neo-colonial way of, you know, the West keeping keeping power over the, the region, right? Who, who were those people? I mean, during, I mean, during the, the early days of the confrontation and everything, uh, you know, there was suicide, I mean, not suicide, there were bombings in Singapore, right? Mm. To protest the uh, the idea that, that you know, the British were still maintaining a stranglehold over the region through Malaysia and through Singapore, right? Mm. So the, the right of, uh, I mean, like what Mr. Shamuga was talking about, you know, there were a lot of countries that didn't even want to help Singapore in those early days with defense and stuff like that, right? Uh, so the right of Singapore to exist is also was also not always a, a given, right? Yeah. Uh. And that's why I get very anxious when 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 I see comments where people are like, "This is not even a a real country or real mm. culture." It was like snatched from people. It's not. It's it's completely fabricated and everything. That that's why I feel it's 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 very dangerous. Mm. And uh and. I think it is a little bit of a we started going down this slippery slope where we can't have to cancel events because of one word association with the actions of the government and everything. Yeah. So then do you think one P the PA should have kept it up? Oh uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe rather than call it Israeli folk dance or something. Mm. Maybe because of the tensions in the area and all, maybe it's worth to just call it Middle Eastern folk dance and include other forms of of uh, folk dancers inside. But then, well, isn't right? that kind of like contradicting what you were saying about how it is not like fundamentally there's nothing wrong with it? Correct, correct. So then, why why change it? Mm, fundamentally, yeah, I I think it's because it's a very sensitive time, and 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 the truth is. I think it's very hard to like be very black and white about this or so, right? Yeah. The truth is now there are literally, you know, people discussing our uh, war crimes being committed in Gaza. Mm. There's accusations of war crimes being committed in Gaza. We don't know the extent and only history can be the judge, right? Later, right? Um so it's a bit grey area now. And and if if you know, you want to avoid uh having egg, eggs on your face like two years, three years, five years, ten years down the road when, you know, the general consensus is yes, there were very, very horrific war crimes being committed in Gaza and everything. Uh, you don't want to have, at the same time, be have, have been known to be promoting or at least like uh, 
very openly just uh, carrying on life as per normal, la, right? Mm. Without realizing that actually it's a very sensitive period. La. But then isn't that indirect cancellation? Like no, self-cancellation? No, no. So I say you can still do it, but do it together with other... But that other means it's like self-censorship. Uh, partially also because this is the PA also. La. People's yeah. Association. Government funded, la, right? Mm. And if you're using government funding to subsidize certain activities, uh, and who's getting paid for for those activities and all that, who's the instructor and all things like that, la, mm. right? So that's why it gets a bit dicey, lor. I think people can. There's a point to be made that people say, "Hey, why is taxpayers' money being used for so, this?" La? So that means, are you saying that, like, okay, at its core, there's nothing wrong with it, but it would be better if they did this and labeled it a different way, lah. But that means or, if you're saying they should, no, not labeled. Sorry, uh, maybe. Combined together uh, to re- show real harmony between the the different types of folk dancers as well, uh, you know. So that means in some way, that means there's what like a middle between it being cancelled, it going on as per normal. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. So that means like like um what 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 you're saying is that it still needs to be taken into context what is happening on the global scale mm. and how what you're offering is portrayed. Correct. But yeah. then that's in that's in line with what. People are highlighting what, right? Which is? That these sort of classes, as it is, shouldn't be allowed to carry on. No, no. So the class is allowed to carry on, but it has to be part of a larger curriculum, like all the Middle Eastern classes so, so, together. Yeah, like, so that yeah. means, like, what these people pointing out is is along those lines. Uh, that Have people asked for that? I, mean, I think people are just saying for it to be cancelled entirely, right? Yeah, but cancel, yours, I mean, what you're suggesting is almost like, okay, and fun- fundamentally, like w- what you're saying, if that were to happen, that means the class is in some way cancelled, but repackaged. Repackaged, uh, and with including other types of Middle Eastern folk dancers inside as well. Because there is something fundam- wrong with as it is now. Uh. No, not wrong. Not wrong. Yeah. But it's a very sensitive topic, very sensitive issue. So I, I feel like you want to show what Singapore is. Uh. It's like how the religious leaders all came out and and issued statements and support yeah, of each other yeah. when the whole thing happened like, so, in Singapore, right? So is is like the analogy, and I'm only asking this because I'm mm. trying to understand like, because uh, for me at first there were only two. La. One is you cancel or one you carry on. Yeah, I like this approach of middle ground, but I'm trying to determine how is that different from either of those two extremes. So is it the case like, let's say between even friends, mm. you can be honest with someone and you might be right, mm. but is that the best way to approach it? Okay, I'm trying to understand what's the the how how is that analogy to what we're doing? Because like what what so this case right there was there was a class that was going on since 2022 and then now it's cancelled because mm. people pointed out that okay, it's not right that this class carry on with yeah. the same labeling, same packaging. Yeah. So those are like the two binary options, right? Correct, correct. What you're saying now is okay, it can still carry on, but maybe if they really want to do what they claim to do, which is promote racial harmony, mm. there is a better way to package it to hammer home that message. Not just package it, but like put it alongside the Palestinian folk dance equivalent, which is Palestinian Dabke. Mm. D-A-B-K-E. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like imagine like now like it's maybe, I don't know, eight lessons of like Israeli folk dance. Yeah. So making four lessons Israeli folk dance and four lessons of Palestinian Dabke, like uh. side by side. La. No, not say side by side, la. one after the, the other. La. But that means, yeah. like, isn't that kind of agreeing that the class deserve to be called out? Uh, no, not called out. I would say that uh, it is a very sensitive issue. Mm. And and that's where even the use of the, use of the, it's a, I mean, it's a great area even for us, la, right? Yeah. Whether the actions of the government and what's going on in Gaza can be linked to what the uh, people, the culture is right now, right? So that's where it's a very gray area. And yeah. I, I think to avoid any kind of like sensitivities around that mm. is to make, try and make it really as inclusive as possible. Mm. And say it's all a general, you're learning a general, uh, uh, you're learning about a dance from a region. Yeah. Yeah. So that means like, because I think that, that one, I, I think, yeah, that would be the best approach. But when I ask myself, for me to say that's the best approach, it means that I do feel that the current class is not is is not um, appropriate uh, in this day and age. Uh, I mean, when you say appropriate, meaning taking into account the the context of what's happening, taking into account the possible 
backlash because it's grey. But I think it's appropriate to want to learn a dance, to learn about the culture of a, you know, a people. Yeah, 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 I think yeah. it's appropriate to want yeah. to do that. But if you think from, from, from PA's perspective, uh-huh. like let's say, should they proactively have realised that, okay, you're offering this Israeli folk dance class, we need to be just sensitive about it. And if the goal of these folk dance classes is to promote racial harmony, which yeah. is in their public statement, yeah. how can we do a better job by, like what you said, like, uh, by including, you know, the Palestinian folk mm-hmm. dance. That means they proactively could have done something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. So that means that it's core is still that, that right now, something should have been done or something, or the class needs to kind of not exist as it was existing prior to the also, I, I think up. that's why I think is is the use of the word appropriate yeah. is a bit tricky, right? Uh, I I think in whatever context it is, it is appropriate to want to learn about another culture or what, right? Yeah. Good or bad, and or teach or teach, yeah, another about another culture, good or bad or what? Because I I think you have to separate the people from the actions of the the government and the yeah. the, the what the country, what the the military and everything is doing in a, another place, right? Mm. So if you want to learn about the culture, I think that's always appropriate because more cultural exchange is only a, a better thing for everyone, everyone around the world, right? Mm. So I think it's always appropriate, right? But because there are sensitivities with how people will react and will not will not be able to think through, see that difference between the the culture and the mm. and the government and everything. I think the onus is on uh, institutions to to take a more like what you said proactive stance mm. to to really focus on the cultural exchanges and the racial harmony that that can be achieved by teaching different types of folk dances lah, mm. as opposed to just focusing on have a class that's focused only on one side of one side of the culture lah. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, so so that means like um, because what you're saying is that it's um it's a very grey, and I'm only asking this because I'm trying to understand and formulate my own thoughts and understand sure. what your thought process is also. Yeah. Um, uh, that means because it could be mis or like like what you say, people might not understand the the differences, yeah, yeah, separation. It's better to be proactive about it, like. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it means it's it's in some way good that this was highlighted. Uh, good in what sense? The that someone took a screenshot. It's very dangerous. You're using a lot of words that I think are are like uh, basically painting it yeah, as, like, okay, as, okay. as in, in 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 one way like, like there's is good or is bad or yeah, whatever. Right? Yeah. I mean, someone is they are called they called it out, but they they called it out for reasons that I don't think are, are uh-huh. very right like, and and it's very uh, I think it's. In fact, it's, it's, it's very incendiary, right? Mm. And almost calling for like, uh, like saying that it needs to be cancelled and stuff like that. Right? I see, I see. Okay, okay. So that's the that's where you feel like, okay, like you the the way it was called out and the intention behind it is yeah. almost a bit... Yeah, it's, it's uh, almost okay, like it's okay. being called out so that it has to be cancelled. Mm. It cannot exist. Like learning about another culture cannot happen. Mm. You know, that's what I don't like about it. Right? And if you go for the class or you're teaching the class, means you wholeheartedly support yeah, the actions of Israel. Israel. Just, yeah. yeah because that's what I really don't like about it. Uh. Yeah. Like, I was thinking, like, as you were talking also, like, in, in the past, you know, where we have tried to line up guests to share perspectives of the Israeli perspective, the Palestinian perspective. Yeah. I think we have discussed this before. If we bring one on, we have to bring on the other. Yeah. yeah. Right. If we just bring on one, yeah. then it's, it's not being fair. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so in this case, I mean, that's where, like, the response for the PA also, let me, let me read. Uh, it was a, it was a bit hard to find online because I think mm. they're taking down a lot but someone shared a screenshot. Yeah. What it said is we are aware of certain comments around why we offer dance courses including an Israeli folk and recreational dance at our CC. The course is one of several diverse international folk dance programs organized in the community over the years so that participants can experience different genres of dance originating from Southeast Asia, South Asia, America and China. Mm. And then, you know, this is part of our efforts to promote racial harmony and social cohesion and it feels like a cookie cutter kind of thing which mm. could have been worded better because mm. they do point out that Israeli folk and recreational dance course started in 2022 yeah. but I think then it feels like okay it's promoting racial harmony yeah like, this is a generic answer like. yeah. I like the idea of like like okay if we really want to like really bring people together help them understand each other doing it side by side with a Palestinian folk dance would be great like. yeah yeah, and mm. I think it'll help the participants even like appreciate and understand 
Yeah. In fact, like maybe is that's something actually that might actually be really interesting, like, right? For yeah. people who who you know don't know a lot about the different culture, the different cultures in the Middle East and everything. Yeah. To understand better, like, through through the dance, through and the, the arts folk, and all the folk dances and all that. Yeah. I remember there was this one uh, uh artist from France. His name is JR. Yeah. Uh he has gotten the Tet Wish before and all. Yeah. So he became super famous for taking portraits of people and blowing it up into like like twelve foot like black and white banners and just pasting them around the world. Yeah. Have you you heard of the artist? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he did this one really powerful thing um in Gaza and in Tel Aviv. Uh this was years ago, like, mm. where he would take pictures of Palestinians and Israelis and put them side by side in public. Mm. Like huge ass, like 10 foot portraits of people and it caused a lot of controversy. And in both those places, he said people will always ask him, you know, if he was in Gaza, they'll say, take down the Israelis, Israeli photos. If he was in Tel Aviv, they'll say, take down the Palestinian photos. And his response will always be, okay, fine. But can you point out which one they are? And no one could. And wow, when I heard that, I was like, oh my God, that is just a very beautiful way of showing that, okay, we are all more alike than we think. We yeah. just have these differences and we should come together. Like. Yeah, yeah. So to answer your earlier question yeah. about whether it's a good thing that this was called out, I think uh, there, there's, there was a missed opportunity here mm. from the PA, like, right? Mm. Like you said, the their the response is very cookie cutter and all that. Yeah, yeah, But maybe even like they already offer Israeli, uh, you know, folk dance course. The only the idea is to yeah, bring on whether it's the Palestinian folk dance equivalent or what, mm. and offer it alongside and say, hey, you know, we are, we also feature, you know, all these other folk dancers, right? Yeah. And uh, everyone is welcome to understand and, and have a real cultural exchange between things. And yeah. As opposed to retreating and say, oh, so, you know, yeah, cancel, cancel it. Cancel it, yeah. Because yeah. so I don't think it's good that it was called on the way it was, but I do think that the PA there was a missed opportunity there to, to because, do better. Because now the people who maybe want to go for that class or philosophically think why is it cancelled, then now it's us against them. You know, yeah. that whole uh, 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 one group against the other. When yeah, like, yeah, it feels like a missed opportunity. Because yeah. they could have totally taken an approach, okay, we we understand your perspective yeah. and we do want to live by our goal of promoting racial harmony. So, to do that, yeah, we are changing the dance course to include wow, that one yeah, fucking wow. win win yeah win yeah whereas like now the response of cancelling and all that just feels yeah. like I mean there's a very vocal group of people who you know like have very very polarised very strong views about mm. it and they win la, yeah by, they win la. by calling it out and cancelling it and you know mm. lumping all the people of Israeli together with the actions of the government and all that right? yeah yeah, yeah. And it's just causing more division, division, right? Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, that would be cool uh, if they can do that. Yeah. Because like, I didn't know there was this Palestinian film festival going on. Yes, yes. And I think this sort of stuff from both sides should continue to happen because we also don't want to see like Palestinians as, oh, like Hamas, which is not. Yeah. And you don't want to see Israelis as the Israeli government, which a lot of them are not. Yeah. And as so, I said before, like I was very shocked when October 7 happened. Well, like how quickly people just stopped talking about what, what what happened to the victims or the hostages or their families mm. and all that as well, right? Mm. And immediately it just skewed towards like, you know, which side are you on kind of, right? Uh, and that was just shockingly fast, especially for, for people like us who remember 9-11 and everything. And yeah. uh, just the general confusion about what was going on mm-hmm. like 9-11 or that and there wasn't this immediate rush towards like oh you know uh, there was a grieving grieving process there was a period of just uh, yeah generally grieving. like just like shock and, and just wondering what the hell was going on and trying to better understand like what were all these uh, motivations of these terrorists and, and all that right mm. uh, maybe be, because in this day and age social media allows us to just much more quickly engage with the topic but uh you would think that yeah, that would give people more more pause, like, right? To read different opinions, but no, like, people I think people just rush towards mm. the conclusion, and and you know we're seeing it in uh, our university, UPenn, a big mm. a big uh, scandal where the president had to step down and everything about yeah. all these things, right? Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's just this rush to uh, almost take a side and and curtail any discussion or speech or any like nuance in the discussion, no. So you're gonna bring it up at all your Christmas dinners, eh? Uh, I mean, we'll see, like, We'll see if if we'll I'm see, yeah. if if like conversation is 
getting a bit stale, you know. I'll ask ask people's opinions about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because this one, I mean, it doesn't look like it's going to stop anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, we're still going to try and get people on the podcast. But yeah, I think just for anything you see online, anything you share, you know, always just just question and think. Because mm, mm, I think I saw this post being shared before you sent me that, that link. Of, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I was like, Oof. I wasn't sure what to think of it at that point. But yes, uh, you know, speaking of, uh, uh, actually, well, this one is, is it's hard to do a transition, right? This yeah. One. I mean, if anything, like it's uh, because it's Christmas and if you're going to be hosting people, you might need new furniture because you need seats and things like that. And the good thing is that IKEA has has stepped forward to help you curb this problem, right? Of not having good and uh, not having enough furniture in your house, right? Yeah. And how have they how have they done it? First of all, I think your segue <laughs> you, uh they are doing something now that's gonna help you for Christmas next year. Oh yes, yeah. Uh, this year also cannot, right? You rush what? to work. But the GST increase is only coming up first January. Oh no, but the prices I, I was at IKEA over the weekend. Oh prices have already dropped already. Oh okay okay. Prices no I was focusing on the Oh, yeah, so yeah, I just yeah, shared yeah. on your segue. Yeah, uh, no problem, no problem. It's okay. I'm, I'm on the ground. I know what's going you're on. You're on, on the ground. ground. Yeah, yeah. No, the, I mean, the the big, the main news was that IKEA Singapore announced that they're going to absorb the GST hike in 2024 mm. to, and I quote in their words, remain affordable for the many people. Yeah. But in simultaneously, they also they've also reduced prices for a bunch of things, lah. Mm-hmm. Um. And this happened also at the start of 2023, yeah. where they absorbed the GST increase from 7 to 8% and lowered prices on 144 articles in September 2023. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, this news came out, um, which, I mean, anyone who's moving or like having to do a lot of furniture buying, which I did a lot when mm. we moved in and IKEA, I, I went don't know how many times. I just love going to IKEA. Yeah, so they came out this. But, but why is this a yalabat thing for you, Terrence? Isn't it just such a... Such a good move. Uh, but IKEA also has, you know, they've uh, announced like very, very uh, amazing profits, uh, right? Mm. The latest for the last year and everything. And IKEA uh, Singapore or IKEA Global? Global, Global. Global. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, is it really? I mean, and there's marketing that came out of this whole thing, right? So the cynical, cynical side of me might be thinking, uh, is this really like a very benevolent gesture by IKEA or is it just another way to get more people to buy the shit la? Mm, can it be a bit of both <laughs> because I think I think definitely is okay so the more thing is that it's a marketing thing la. like um, I think you can almost calculate the the cost that they will lose out on right yeah. the revenue they will lose out on yeah. but I mean even the GST like uh, if you're a GST registered company yeah. people pay you the GST you will ultimately pay GST for other parts, lah, right? Yeah. So it's not say they will get to keep all of it also. Mm. Right. It's not additional earnings for them. Yeah. Right. So them doing this, I think is a damn smart marketing thing. Eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's the the thing that they do remind people. I mean, this announcement does remind me. It reminds me that uh yeah, I remember the supply side uh shocks that we faced during COVID, lah, right? Mm. And because of that, the prices of stuff like just went through the roof, lah, right? Because yeah. You couldn't get things, and then I, I, I talked. I've talked about it millions of times, and like I couldn't buy a PlayStation Five when I wanted to during oh, the last few years. Yeah. Right? It was like, fucking horrible. Oh, but God, it really my was heart like, goes out to you, lah, Terrence. You no, know, no, for gamers, it really was like a ridiculous thing, right? That for almost two years, you could not get your hands on a on a console. That honestly, uh, last time it used to be just walk in the store and just buy that, right? Uh, and now. Things are back to that stage uh, where you can walk the uh, store and just buy a PlayStation Five, really, like, mm-hmm. right? And there's a new version out, blah blah. But yeah, so that those supply shock, uh, those supply shock price changes are gone, uh, right? Mm. They should be, and we, uh, you know, you would think that eventually maybe prices would go back down to something a bit more normal, uh, but they haven't, lah. Mm. Prices have just continued to go up for various reasons, uh, right? Rent, mm. uh, raw material prices, and things like that. And yeah, it's, it's 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 very nice to see that IKEA is actually actually talks about the fact that those supply chain disruptions and all that that caused price hikes in the last few years mm. have stopped that and 
based on that reason, they can actually reduce prices a little bit. Oh, so they were open about that? Yeah, 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 in yeah, the press release, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, yeah, they, they have talked about it. Um, you definitely can see it in the, yeah. in the, 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 I mean, the CEO, there were interviews with the CEO, the global oh, see, CEO of IKEA also, uh-huh. where he talked about it. La. I mean, IKEA is a company, I've always liked them as a company. Okay. Uh, I don't know about the philosophy, the company values, the mission and all, but the thing is, it has made furniture, like even nice furniture, very, a lot more accessible. Yeah. Right. And I know growing up, IKEA had this rap of having like furniture that's not that good. But honestly, now some of the sh- like a lot of shit in my house is like IKEA, and it's great. You yeah, know? yeah, it's great. And I mean, just just to um, uh, highlight something that you alluded to earlier, like yeah, globally record profits and all. In Singapore specifically, uh, the turnover for the last year was three hundred eighty-four point two million. Yeah, that was for Singapore specifically, like The three IKEAs, the IKEA Tampines, IKEA Alexandra, and IKEA Jurong. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's a sizable amount, la. Um, but given they're so profitable, I think it's just a, I mean, it feels like it fits with their mission. Mm. So when I saw this, I'm like, okay, I guess that's cool because I have some extended family who are moving and there was this rush, okay, we need to get all the furniture before 31st December because it's going to be a GST increase. Mm, mm, so seeing this is like, huh, okay, that's that's cool. That's interesting. Because some people are using the GST increase thing to, to say, hey, buy now to lock in oh, the yeah, prices yeah. later, right? Correct, I correct, think correct. like, uh, Sony, Oh, Sony does Sony, it. Uh? Yeah, there's like this. This I saw a lot of Sony marketing recently, like you know, but buy now to you know lock in the GST price and blah mm. blah things like that, like, right? Mm. So people are using it literally as a means of getting more customers to come to their store, like, right? Yeah. Uh, but this one might have the the flip side, but like like where there, there isn't an urgency to go and oh, buy yeah, the like, furniture like, anymore, like, right? But the cynical side of you feels that it's just a marketing thing. I mean, people have also criticized IKEA for. Uh, you know the sustainability and and uh, and the quality of the products and things like that, lot right? And and I think I'm not sure about working conditions and all that. I I, mm. I vaguely I I vaguely remember something about that, but but it's not it's not at the foremost of my mind, lot right? They they we covered them previously because they wanted to sue some game developer. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, whatever it is, a corporation is there are no saints in, amongst corporations, are right? Mm. So I always look at it. Okay, this seems like such a good thing, but you know, there's also a. Uh, I always take it take it with a pinch of salt, also. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, but but at the same time, yeah, la, I I. I mean, he, I hear what you're saying. Where, you know, for a lot of people, like moving to a new house, IKEA is the first stop. La, yeah, right, to yeah. get all the basics, la, right? Yeah. Stuff that that just allows you to live in there and uh, yeah. I but, mean, this but, is a generally good thing, right? But I'm with you on that also. Like, this one was a, is definitely a very calculated uh, campaign. Mm-hmm. Like, I I would say this is a campaign and I think it's a damn smart campaign Yeah. Uh, because they are getting so much marketing out of it. Yeah. Uh, even people like us talking about it. Mm-hmm. So many articles came out mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's just it's just great marketing and it's a differentiator. Yeah, yeah. There's been so much talk about even the Heartland stores using the GST hike to, you know, like increase prices and all. Mm-hmm. Some unjustifiable claims, yeah. some unreasonable claims, but there is that fear amongst people, right? Mm. Wow, you tap into that. Yeah. Fucking solid. Because don't forget, people are saying that because of inflation and everything, mm. um, maybe last time you have bought from a more expensive furniture store, la, yeah. but now you would, okay, everything just buy from IKEA. True. Right, so you, they actually have, because of increased prices across the board, they might have higher demand for their low-cost products as well. Yeah. Right? And they move into like gaming chairs, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They have a whole gaming line as well. Yeah, so they're eating to that. So, that I mean, IKEA, kudos to kudos to them. Like, and so far, no scandal or anything, big scandal. Uh, scandal in what sense? I don't know. You always see these companies like oh, okay, come out okay. scandal, like yeah. money laundering, shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Ooh. I don't know. I haven't gone to IKEA for a while. Um, yeah. probably will go soon. Yeah, but it's true lah. They really what when you go to IKEA now, you see all the labels, and they will label all the things where the prices have dropped in recent months. So, mm. and uh, they make it very clear that it's about yeah giving back to the consumer and everything lah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you went to IKEA over the weekend. Uh, just just cause for for stuff. No lah, because got you know hosting people for Christmas all that. Uh. we need a uh, need a bit more space, a, a few more uh plates and bowls and stuff oh, like napkins that. and all it's been a while right you know it's been a while since everyone like just openly hosted without with no worries of COVID and everything although 
ironically, now our COVID numbers are like through the Fucking roof. Fucking record, <laughs> no. There's definitely going to be certain like, what's the, what was the term last time? The, the for a hotspot event or something. There was a term, right? For a COVID. Uh, hotspot. Uh. Fucking like, at an event where there's a lot of COVID cases that come out. Wasn't there a term? Uh, yes, there was. I can't remember. Ground zero, uh, no. No, uh, not ground zero. Uh. Uh, it's not patient zero, so. Yeah, it's a. I mean, yeah, like, it hotspot, will, uh, it COVID hotspot. Hot, COVID hotspot. Uh, doesn't hot sound right, though. Yeah. Yeah. COVID hotspot. Yeah. COVID hotspot. I don't know. It'll probably come to us like uh, later over lunch or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. COVID hotspots. Yes. COVID 19, man. Uh, yeah, but um, I mean, interesting, lah. Zikia mm, thing. Mm, yeah. I guess can't help the festive mood at this point, which I mean, like, like it's it's such a big contrast to what we discussed in the first topic. But I mean, yeah, you know, it's still Christmas. <laughs> like, you know, we try our best to 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 make it a festive episode. But if the if the the first, I mean, the topics are yeah. are not that festive. Which I mean, we can't force it, like, We can't force yeah, it. Yeah, which is a reflection of the world, like right now, like, Ever since the Russia-Ukraine war yeah. started, where there's this war that's ongoing, but everyone else getting uh, on with their life, it's just yeah, just I think it's remembering that there's shit happening around the world and to not take shit for granted, like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. We try to we try to make this a comedy podcast, like, right? But sometimes yeah, it's, sometimes it's, can't be, can't sometimes be it's hard yeah. to hard to squeeze the comedy out of situations or so. I mean, I think this yeah. year we had our podcast with the least amount of laughter ever. Uh, yeah. I won't say with who or about what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was, uh, I guess that's the benchmark. La. Yeah, la. it's true. La. Correct. Yeah, man. But yeah, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, uh, everybody. But yes, uh, on to more positive things. And you know, that's the beauty of it. La. Our community always can bring smiles to our faces even in the toughest moments, la, right? Yeah. So yeah, what is your one show comment? My one show comment is a comment by Rose Gold Cat uh, on the latest episode uh, mm. where we talk about the Catholic Church in Singapore clarifying mm. their stance on same-sex unions. Mm. Um, so basically, they wrote, I grew up agnostic and now lean towards atheism. I've gotten to know a fair few folks who are gay and out and who also consider themselves devout and practicing Catholics. I didn't used to understand how they could reconcile that. But then they went on to talk about like, you know, as they grow up, they see the need for community and that the church and or any religious group or religious denomination provides that. Mm -hmm. um, and that, yeah, they're not against religion or religious folks. Uh, they're just against people who use organized religion to do bad stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a sentiment that, I mean, I also share. Yeah. I think a lot more people share now. Yeah. That as you grow older, you can see how religion can be for some people. If it's not for you, that's fine. Mm. But also, don't just label anyone who's religious as like, just like, oh, you're one of them. You know, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, I strung from those, in those extremes or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, there's some people who are commenting that, you know, well, I sound very traumatized uh -huh. in my time as a Catholic Christian. Um, I would say, no, it, was, it wasn't traumatic. It was mm. uh, part of my experience before. Mm. Uh, it's just that, yeah, religion's not for me. Yeah, but uh -huh. I don't think that anyone who chooses to be religious is you know uh any any smarter or or less smart than me or what right? mm. I think people prioritize different things all right so yeah. uh it's uh my my experience is unique to me I wouldn't use it to generalize everyone's experience of religion mm. uh but if there was anything traumatic about it is that i didn't I didn't meet a lot of girls huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's so why you ended up in comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah. why you ended up in comedy. Yeah. All, all failures with girls or opposite sex lead to comedy. Same yeah, for me yeah, also. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I went this very roundabout route of like, you know, being, going to church and everything to try and yeah, do, yeah. But then it was like, yeah, like it wasn't successful. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anything that you want, if you guys really want to know like what was traumatic about it, that was traumatic. <laughs> la. Yeah. I guess mine you could know be sports. La. Like sports was supposed to end in the end also like, yeah, you made a lot of friends, all right? Made a lot of friends, yeah, uh. yeah, yeah. But uh, comedy, like comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comedy. All, all roads lead to comedy. What yeah. about your one show thing, man? Um, I think there's one comment about uh, wedding ang pao's from ZZ Way mm. uh, about the episode we is episode four seventy where we talked about the wedding ang pao's, all right? Mm. Uh, and I think ZZ Way puts a very sensible comment saying, "To be frank, at a certain age, it is not paise to reject to attend weddings, especially those that you're not close with." Mm. Um, I used to be peer pressured and 
to accept to go for weddings, which I didn't never really enjoyed because I don't know anyone other than the one friend getting married, lah, right? Mm. Um, I find it a total waste of time and money. I even ghosted one person's wedding and still had the trauma of receiving a passive aggressive message from the host many years ago, lah, right? Mm. So nowadays, I just be upfront and reject them beforehand. Don't be the ass. I don't want to be the asshole that gets marked for giving less than expected. So I'd rather not go at the first place. However, I choose to go. I won't mind paying the market rate as it is someone that I hold dear and I feel that it's worth the time and effort to go. Mm. So a very, very sensible take, which I, which I think is important. Because there were some people who were, were like uh, quite angry about the topic also, right? <laughs> but a sensible take, like, like especially this last paragraph of what ZZ Way is saying, is like, yeah, uh-huh. like you, you want to go and partake in this economy of a, a wedding and all that. Go because you care about the person, right? Economy you, of the wedding. No, no this uh, is what you call ecosystem. it. Ecosystem. Ecosystem, yeah, yeah, yeah. Economy of the wedding. I was yeah, like, hey, Terrence, you just fucking business. Suppress that. The ecosystem of the wedding. You want to yeah. partake in that, then go. Yeah. And you go because you actually care about the person. Yeah, la, yeah, la, yeah. But you don't care about the person, just don't say go, no, la. La. don't go. La. Or just yeah. reject. Say you're not free. La. You don't even have to say why. Yeah. Just say you're not free. Can't right? make it. Yeah. I'm so sorry I can't make it. Yeah. But all the best to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wishes for you and your partner. It's something I think about because I realize like um it's not just about young people uh rejoining society, uh, joining so- uh adult society and their friends getting married. It's because the last three years there have not been a lot of like uh big weddings, right? At least they've been postponed or delayed and all mm. that. So actually a lot of people who would have experienced these things for the first time in their life. The last two years they didn't, like, right? Yeah. So now suddenly they are facing this and that's why I think there are all these discussions and people like not really knowing how to react. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it is a, uh, uh, it's not just about uh, uh, Gen Z, they don't understand how to, to, it's actually because we've not had that practice for a couple of years already. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember in my early 20s, like, no, mid, late 20s, every fucking few weeks or somewhere. Yeah, and uh, you felt obliged to go yeah. for every one of them, right? Yeah, uh, that's, yeah. Oh, that's what friends do. But after a while, you're like, nope, yeah. nope, 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 yeah. nope. Yeah. Cool, man. Cool. All right, and what about your one shook thing? Uh, My one shook thing, Uh, oh, do you want to go with your shook Sure. Uh, my one shook thing is, I just started watching a show that I guess I should have started watching a lot sooner. It's Band of Brothers. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah, Band of Brothers. Uh, I mean, it's a movie set in World War II. Uh, um, TV series. Yeah, it's a, it's a limited TV series, 10 episodes yeah. set in World War II. And I think it came out in 2008 or something. Earlier. Early, earlier yeah. earlier 2000. And it won the Emmy for Best Miniseries. And I yeah. think it was quite a, a very talked about show back then. Mm. Uh, and I started watching it. I'm like three episodes in and it's so great, but it's also so unnerving mm. because it's set in like around D-Day or Nom- in Normandy and all that. And like, it really makes you feel very uneasy about what being in war must be like. Mm. So and it's 2001. Just, 2001. Uh, yeah. Oh shit, 2001. Uh, and it still, yeah, it still stands as that test of time. Mm. You watch it, it's very gritty. It's very, yeah, like, um, I think it's just, it's great. La. It's yeah. one of those shows that like, Okay, every episode I really enjoy it, but it leaves me with a bit of like that kind of not in the stomach kind of feel. Yeah. But for that, I think that's why it's so great. Mm. It's not like one of those shows you watch, you're like, wow, that was amazing. That was so lighthearted. Nah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember watching it when I was in the army and everything. So I watched it when you were in the army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. The real significance, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 re- I highly recommend everyone watch it as well. I have mm-hmm. the DVD set. Oh, is it? That comes in a like a mess tin can. Oh yeah, shit! Back in the days when like DVDs, DVDs matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my one shop thing is a recent interview, another Pierce Morgan interview that I I watched recently. Uh, it had the American comedian Stephen Crowder oh, on Pierce Morgan. Uh. So it was quite an interesting discussion because they were there to talk about Alex Jones being back on Twitter mm. or X, uh, X formerly known as Twitter, and uh, I think Stephen Crowder. I think, um, yeah, they have very different opinions about whether someone like Alex Jones should be allowed back on the platform. Pierce Morgan is more like, uh, you know, this guy lied, knowingly lied about like Sandy Hook and, and things like that, whereas Stephen Crowder is about free speech and he's worried about how, uh, you know, banning Alex Jones would set a precedent for for for, for tech companies to ex- exercise a lot of control over free speech. Uh. Mm. Uh, so it's quite an interesting discussion. Because it's it's from you know someone who's a much more right wing American commentator, 
with uh, someone in the UK that, you know, is is some would describe as more conservative and right wing also, mm. but at the same time he's he the 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 breadth of people that he has on his show kinda is quite uh, amazing, right? Mm. Like he really it's not just about different political opinions. He goes to YouTubers, he goes to politicians, he goes to presidents of countries and they're all on this show. Lah. So I thought it was a very quite interesting debate that took place here oh. about free speech and just yesterday Jones. or something, is it? Uh two days ago. Two yeah. days ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah I mean he's he's still dishing out the interviews, eh? Yeah, he's doing he's every doing a few lot. days, man. Yep. But yeah. Uh so yeah, that's that's the end of our Christmas episode. Yeah, I guess. pre-Christmas. Yeah. Pre-Christmas. Yes. Uh, as always, if you enjoyed it, please share it with one other person. Mm. Uh, follow us on all our social media. Join our subreddit. Yeah. And if you want to work with us, you can email us at contactministryoffunny.com. Sweet man. Yeah. All right. Uh, very merry Christmas. Very yes. merry Monday Christmas to all merry of you. Monday Christmas. Yes. And we're, this won't be our New Year episode. Like, it's not. No, 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 uh, it's not. Yeah. It's just a Christmas episode. So yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>